Millions of people living their lives. People we pass in the street and barely even notice. But in those crowds are ordinary men and women with extraordinary stories to tell. Stories of heroism and hope, of beating the odds and blazing a trail. Those moments of chance that change lives forever. In this series, I'll be traveling across the country, coming face to face with people you may never have met, but whose experiences you'll never forget. These are Welsh lives. What makes us who we are? And what does our future hold? Answering these questions has been the life's work of Mina Upadia. A scientist whose groundbreaking work in the field of genetics has shed new light on diseases affecting people all over the world. A trailblazer committed to helping others, but who's faced discrimination and heartache in her own life. Mina has made Wales her home, but her story starts 4,000 miles away in India. I was one of six children, and we lived in a small town very close to Delhi. As I stepped out of my house, I saw a lot of poverty there, people suffering, and at that point, there was some sort of urge to help these people. So it started from that stage. What were your hopes and dreams as a child? My hopes, uh, believe it or not, I wanted to be a priestess. Okay. Uh, when I was uh, growing up. And um, then I also realized that, like my other sisters, I would be married off. Mm -hmm. and and my future will be sealed. My husband had seen me from a distance without my knowledge, whereas <laughs> I never got to see him. And um, my parents got together with his parents and arranged our marriage. Meena followed her husband Krishna to the UK where he was working. In the early 1970s, they settled in Cardiff. Mina had always shown a flair for science, at school and at university. In Wales, she embarked on a PhD, focusing on male infertility. I interviewed about 200 couples attending the infertility clinic and I saw how desperate they were for a child. I realized at that point that I was really driven by science. I wanted to do this. Uh, I wanted to help people. And what I hear coming from you is this determination, yeah. passion, 
Yeah, my passion for the patients and their family. Mm -hmm. By the 1980s, Mina had a family of her own. Weekends in the park were a chance to spend precious time together, away from the demands of her scientific work. But those days in the sun wouldn't last. My husband, he had a sudden heart attack. Uh, it was massive. And there, were no, uh, there was no indication for it because um, uh, he was only 35 and he didn't smoke. He was not obese. So it was a total shock. He was an extremely caring person, very jolly. He was a perfect companion for me. You know, the, the years after his death were like nightmare for both me and my daughter. But I tried to keep myself busy, as busy as I could. So it was the work, my work, my research proved to be therapeutic for me. And my daughter, she gave me strength. And I knew that I had to look after her. She was my responsibility. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I was quite determined and we persevered. Both of us persevered. Mina's daughter Rachna was only seven years old when her father died. It was very hard. My mother lost a lot of weight and had all the biological symptoms of depression. I almost felt as if I'd lost both parents at that stage because I couldn't, my mother was very, um, sort of, very low. Um, however, uh, I think she drew a lot of comfort from her work. She kept on going through the motions of going to her lab and doing her experiments. I think it was a very good way of working through her bereavement and slowly she emerged. Mina threw herself into her research. She was now specialising in genetic diseases like muscular dystrophy and the condition called neurofibromatosis, type 1. Patients with NF1 can develop life-threatening tumours. Little was known about the disease at the time. But Mina's research changed all that. We pull the photos out every now and again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just brings back um, so many memories. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Sheila and Clive Owen from Port Talbot lost their son to neurofibromatosis. Ian was just 20 years old when he died, but he played an important part in Mina's research into the disease. She had never met Ian. Um, we first met Mina after Ian had passed away. Um, but when she told us that they were using a lot of Ian's DNA for their research. Mm -hmm. That was huge for us. Mm 
what was um, you know, hmm. to think his memory. Uh, yeah. He named the research fund after hmm. Ian, but when she dedicated one of her papers to, to Ian's memory, you know, that was hmm. uh, very touching. Hmm. We just wish that she had met him. Um, but we feel that she knew him. It's nearly 20 years since Ian died. But his parents still raise money to help Mina's work on the disease. From tragic circumstances, it's kept Ian's name alive to us. Yes. Um, yeah. you know. It still uh, can be very emotional when you talk about it and think about it, but uh, mm -hmm. say, we never want to stop talking about it. No, about him. Yeah, very special boy. Mina's drive to help others stems from a deep spirituality. But as an Indian woman in Wales, she says she's had to fight hard to be accepted. Have you personally experienced discrimination? Yes, I've had multiple barriers because of my religion, my language, my physical attributes, and my beliefs. When I first came to Wales, I was very noticeable because um, I was the only person in my department in saris and uh, a number of times uh, people underestimated me and I was often mistaken for tea lady. What? Yes, in a, yes, yeah. And I remember once uh, um, a visitor came to our department and uh, um, I was introduced to him um, as a senior scientist and Instead of talking to me, he started speaking to the person who was standing next to me. So this is the, these are subtle discrimination and you feel it all the time, but they have uh, hurt me in a big way. And it has had a huge impact on my life. I took it personally and I just said, one day we should be able to eradicate this uh, prejudice in Wales. The discrimination Mina faced in her past has emboldened her. She's become an advocate of women's rights and the numerous charities she's founded have shone a light on the achievements of ethnic minority women from all over Wales. It's a testament to a true pioneer who has achieved so much against the odds. I feel that one should never give up. If you want to achieve something, carry on. If you set your mind on doing something, you can do it. And that's a lesson from me. <laughs>